Welcome to another episode of The Dragon and That Sucker. Today we will be bringing you content that will be exactly like last week, which is about absolutely nothing. Enjoy! Video games. Go, Cody. Welcome to the podcast of your dreams, everybody. To Dad's coming at you live in a recorded scene behind our studio microphones post-production. You're not even going to hear most of this. Loving it, living it, dreaming it. Thank you for joining us on this podcast adventure. Tonight, I have with me one of the most famous reindeer of all, that sucker. AKA the magic man, AKA Mr. Bluey, AKA got it going on. Mr. AKA, <clears throat> he told me something I'm not going to tell you. Mr. AKA, don't forget about it. He'll remind you of it. Mr. AKA got the attitude, that sucker. What a do play boy. Huh? Yeah. Welcome. My, my friend, we are talking about video games. We are going to speak to, a plethora of things, keeping it singular, though. With that being said. Like a, like a singularity? I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, you, I think you, you should. You, I don't know why you're bringing up the word of the week at the very, very, very beginning of the podcast. I was just trying to, under, try to understand what you were talking about. You, you lost me, Cody, because you are so intellectually superior. I, I, I try my best to keep up with you. And about 98% of the time, I fail miserably. So I'm just trying to understand what we were talking about. We are definitely talking about video games, which I believe are not a separate unit. They are not unusual or distinctive in manner or behavior. I, I would say that video games are much more massive. And I think you just had a stroke. I, I I almost do I call, did. Do I need to? Do I need to call no, somebody? No, I think I'm good. I I almost had one, but I'm I think I'm good. Okay. You. It was either you or somebody else told me that video games have now surpassed the movie and music industry combined. I well, it wasn't me, but I wouldn't be surprised. Now, primarily, wouldn't be surprised because you have certain games like. Um, you know, PUBG, uh, you have games, you know, like, uh, uh dude, nobody Fortnite. plays PUBG, bro. No one plays PUBG. Yeah. No one plays Fortnite. Come on now. Games like, um, uh, Twilight. Is that what it's called? Sizzle chest. I'm not familiar with those games. You're not familiar with sizzle chest. No. Um, there are so many open world online pay your subscription you know, monthly. Or season pass. Or season pass. Every three months. Every yeah. Eight to twelve weeks, right? I mean it's it's pretty crazy. Crazy. I just Yeah, I just I, I mean it's it doesn't surprise me. What I mean I mean, hold up, Cody. We can't even get next gen consoles right now. Try to go out and buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series S. Got four of each. Well, unless you're a scalper like Cody. A normal person like me that tries to go out and get one, it's not possible. It is so crazy right now with video games that you can't even buy certain consoles. But what I want to do, Cody, is I want to take it way back. 
way, way, way back. But before we do that, uh, go ahead and finish yeah. your thoughts since you are a Denver Nuggets fan. Ah, it just, I, it just to me, when you look at all of the various games that are out there, counter-strikes and, you know, I, you've got even like Minecraft that's still making money hand over fist. Making money. I mean, making money. Again, I don't remember a couple of them, but you know, my cousin, my son keeps talking about Apex um, yes. Legends. I'm like, holy yeah. cow, like, give me a break. There's so many out there that are making money, money. Crazy money. So it's not surprising. You, you've got, if you have Fortnite that was bringing in 200 million, you know, and you've got, and that's Crazy. online. Crazy. You, you look at look at uh, the Madden series, the NBA 2K right. uh, series, um, the, the Call of Duty series, Call of Call of Duty series, yes. right? Black Ops, whatever they call it now. I mean, I'm I'm so I'm so behind on a lot of the latest and greatest because I you know I get stuck in in what I love. I I mean I go I do like the old school. I do like going back in the day. And, and thrown down but uh yeah it doesn't surprise me that they surpass how can it not when every three months fortnite's making 200 million it's crazy when it's crazy when it's crazy that one video game one video game can turn a video game studio slash company into a billion be valued as a billion dollar company because of one game not because of a portfolio of games like Capcom, Konami, so forth, um, one game. Fortnite, one game. Turn that company into a multi-billion dollar company. Like, like the owners could sell that and you know be multi-billionaires because of one game. It's, it's just crazy that, that video games have gotten, gotten that far. But definitely, Cody, uh, being that we're both boomers, we should take it back way back and what i would like to do is find out when you first start playing video games what was it like what was the scene the atmosphere and what is your evolution from that point till now so this goes back to the 80s and i mean like 83 Maybe even 82. I got you beat then. Yes. We, Number one. Number one, baby. Number one. So when I enjoyed them. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed video games when I was four years old in, in 1980. I might have even been 79. I might have been three. But go ahead. Keep going. So it was, for me, it was um, the Commodore 64. Ooh. Okay. My, okay. My okay. Richard. My friend Richard had a Commodore 64, Richard Coon, and he made a game, uh, just a runner game, and he essentially did the running in line, you know, line running, right? Up, down, up, down, then you hit, fell through a, you know, a hole in the, in the line, and you're done. That's, I think, 81, 82, right? Maybe it, was, it, it could have been earlier, that whole, like, 81, 82, 83 was kind of a, a wreck for me all the way through 84. Uh, kind of a mess in my memory, just due to some things that went on um, in my in my family with Richard's dad and, and my dad. They were best friends. And Richard's, I'll just get to it. Richard's dad um, committed suicide. 
so it was it was kind of a dark time in the, for, in the fifth grade for me right before the fifth grade and and uh it was wow. kind of rough and so kind of some of the memories were a little bit scrambled that Cody, this, said, this this is getting heavy like that being said how are you going to be talking about video games and get heavy like that wow because video games and programming video games really kept richard going and so he would share a lot of what he developed with us uh, on that commodore 64 jump man jr bam wow that was the game that rocks my uh my nostalgia pretty heavy but then it went to a kid that would babysit my brother and i uh, it was my mom's friend her son he would hang out with us uh after school before my mom would get home and he had a uh, stick controller mm-hmm. that uh, connected via a cable to a console. What exactly was- is a cable Cody? I, I, I have <clears throat> my, my video game console doesn't have a cable. What exactly is a cable? Yeah. Like for well, charging, like to charge the controller? It's similar to a charging. It's similar to charging. Okay. How, however, it doesn't charge because it's the way that the controller communicates with the video game and vice versa. Uh, so it was. Are you talking about IO right now? I'm speaking more along the lines of IO versus RF or, or Wi Fi, Wi Fi. Uh, okay. Or Bluetooth. Well, that's right. We've got tons of Bluetooth out there. Yes. Um, My teeth are pretty, pretty beige. The latest. So what I heard, the reason that, yeah, uh, they look great from here. Thanks. The, uh, what I heard about the latest console, the reason that the uh, Xbox extreme, the reason that it is such a, an incredible um, console is that they're using gold tooth now. With an upgradable, with an upgradable gold leaf, gold tooth. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! It's twice oh. as fast as Bluetooth. Uh, quite a bit more reliable. I'm gonna tell you one thing, Cody. Gold tooth, boy, that is going to hit hard in the South in the Black community because they love their gold teeth, bro. Do they really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, there was a time in the South, if you didn't have a gold grill, it was not like, not, like not accepted. It would be like you not having an iPhone. It would be like you not wearing Jordans. It would be like you not being a Lakers fan. Like you just would be an outcast. And then the women, and then the women had to have just a crown, a gold crown, just one, one or two. They couldn't have a full grill. Because they had to be ladylike, man. They had to be ladylike. So I just know black community is about to kill. I mean, it makes sense why Microsoft's Xbox Series X is sold out. Uh, because the, all the black people are buying it for the gold for the gold tooth. They are probably doing that. Now, I can't really say why it feels, feels a little bit like uh, you're... I don't even know how to say it without coming up, but there's definitely some, um, I'm just going to be gentle with it. Some, some generalizations going on about a particular group of people and where they're located. You're talking about my people? Well, 
they aren't necessarily my people, but they are my people. I don't see you with a grill, Cody. So are they really your people? That's what I'm trying to say is that they're my people, but they're not my people. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, right? I mean, you get it, right? I see, what I, see, I, I see what you're saying, Cody. They're not your people because you don't own an Xbox Series X. I got you. Precisely. I, okay. ain't got, I ain't got the gold tooth. Clearly. I ain't got the Xbox Series X. I ain't got the Sony PlayStation 14. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 The Sony PlayStation 14 4.4 does not have gold tooth, so I don't even know why you brought that up. You're right. They, did. Yes. they are working on their latest revision, which is a diamond tooth. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Commodore 64, and then you oh, moved on to this back. next okay, console that had a joystick. Well, you, you, you moved from Commodore 64 to this new console that had a that, that apparently plugged in, the controller plugged into the console and had like a stick, but it wasn't being charged, and it used I.O. to communicate to the console. Uh, tell, tell us more about that particular <sighs> console. Um. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was um, pretty fantastic. Yeah, it was called ATAR I. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. Nope. nope. Yes, ATAR nope. I. Yes, ATAR I was one of them, but it was not ATAR I. Uh, it was actually um, a Vox game. Uh, uh, mm, I don't know if they had a joystick like ATAR I oh. did. Oh. It it was not a stick like this. It was a it's like a it's like, it looked like a cell phone. Oh <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember that console or a console similar to that called ColecoVision. ColecoVision. There you go. Thank you very much. I'm grateful that you put that together. I yes, pull that out of your your retro brain. Hey, I'm about to really retroize the whole world when I start talking about how far I go back with video games. And he had a game called the Smurfs. Ooh, I remember playing that game. That was a fun game to play. So, so like that, that's kind of where like I played it a little bit. Okay. But I wasn't into video games until much later, way into like 1988. Okay. When, when Genesis came out, 89 was that okay right? okay so you so you kind of skipped the 8-bit for the uh, most part I skipped uh, the generation the I nes and the sega master system got you yes so from for me truth be told life was about soccer uh and bicycles through that kind of phase, I would spend much. Hmm. I'm getting in trouble, uh, breaking my. Like, Cody, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm not sure if you're still if you're still qualified to continue this podcast. Oh no, I'm definitely qualified. There's mm-hmm. because I made up for it through the '90s. I'm all ears. I'm, this better be amazing. I'm all ears. Continue. No, no, no. I don't. We're not continuing because we're not going to jump into a whole new deck when you were just exploding the internet back then in the like late seventies, early eighties with your gameplay uh, of the old, the old Atari and the Nintendos and the Commodores and who knows what else you played. Honestly, I mean, 
the first thing I ever played was a football game on a little tiny handheld. That's, that's really the very first thing I ever played that I hated. I am so jealous. It wasn't mine. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm not jealous then because I, I played I played it too, but I had to always give it back to the person it belonged to. So yeah. my bad. I, I, I thought you owned it, so I'm not jealous anymore. I take that back. So yeah, I just, I never, yeah. I mean, in fact, what was that football game called? That is, is handheld, had the dots, right? Man, I love that game. Oh my goodness, I loved <laughs> that game. I had no idea what I was doing, but I just love that game. Yeah, just, I don't think anybody really knew what they were doing. It was just a way of like escaping. <laughs> so it was like, follow the dot, follow the, I get, kick, throw, kick. And we throw, did run. it, and we did it. We had no idea what we were doing, but we did it, and we would score points. Was that like a Tandy or something? I don't know. I just remember that game was so fun. Ah, oh, I loved it. It was it was legit. So tell us about your early gameplay. Where where do you go back, Mr. Red? Man, so I go back to I want to say three and a half, four years old. So that would put me at around 79, 80. I remember going over a friend's house because again, I'm I'm I come from a poor background, so I unfortunately couldn't afford to have my own video games but praise god i was blessed to know friends of a uh, certain uh, cultural background that would give them a privilege of having games and because we were friends they would share them with me so i remember are you talking about italians <laughs> i didn't meet I didn't be, I'm not going to say me. I didn't befriend my first Jewish friend until my thirties. So what you just said a few minutes ago, one of my best friends, he's silver. He did Jewish family. Love the silver family. Fantastic. I'm sure they're going to love this, this podcast when they heard their entire lineage people. <laughs> didn't hate it. <laughs> I was just asking a simple question. Did you just put some, what do they call that stuff? Some chew in your mouth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I picked up chewing and drinking alcohol since the hospital. Wow. Figured I almost died and I survived. Man, hey, man. Hey, man. Look, you might as well just live it up at this point, Cody. Live it up, buddy. I'm on, I'm on a next life. Oh. Life number two. Nine lives, huh? I didn't know you was a cat like that. I thought you was a dragon. Because dragons don't have nine lives or more than one life. So it's actually chocolate. chocolate. Oh, they make they make they make um they make chew for in chocolate flavor now? No, no, no. I don't ingest any tobacco. I don't ingest any illegal or illicit drugs. I don't ingest things like marijuana. Cocaine, acid, mushrooms, PCP, heroin, methamphetamines. How's that even possible considering you come from a state that just legalized all that? Why aren't you speaking like with an English accent? 
considering your ancestry has some English in, in them. Touche. Yeah, got to call call the facts, call the balls and strikes, as they say. Mm. Weeby wobble womb. Mm. Weeby wobble womb. That's right. That's right. You got me on that one. Got, yeah, man, that was beautiful. That's art. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh-oh. You were talking about yourself in the 80s playing video games. Thank you, Cody. I Sometimes I just get lost in my thoughts and have to be wrangled back in to stay on message. Stay on message. I need a teleprompter, Cody. Anyway. We can, we can make that happen. We could. We could. Um, but I don't, think it, I don't think it would capture the gold. It might not. It might not. It might be a little flat. No, well, I mean, it's flat. Teleprompters are flat, but they're also vertical. But I just don't think it would capture. I just think what I'm saying is that it captured the emotion. You know. I think I'm grasping what you're strawing. Mm-hmm. I'm straw manning. Is that, is, it, is that a straw man argument? Yeah, well, in in some circles it is. I digress. Anyway, so back to the late 70s, early 80s, friends that had video games. Uh, I was exposed to the Commodore 64, but that was a little too advanced for me. So I didn't really... I didn't really connect with the Commodore 64. I just, I felt like it was just too advanced. It was this big, massive, like horizontal shape, like a rectangle with a bunch of like keys. I think it's called a keyboard. I, I don't remember. Anyway. It did. It actually had a QWERTY keyboard. I thought that was way too intimidating. So I just didn't really gravitate to the Commodore 64. But then a friend, another friend of mine had the ColecoVision. That's why when you start talking about the controller, that was a lot more simplified for me. It was a little little circular joystick with a couple buttons. I yeah. could do that. I couldn't do yeah. you could yeah. turn it and all that. I, I could do that. I couldn't do that other thing with all those keys on it, but I could do the little controller. So started playing Donkey Kong and Smurfs and fell in love. And that right there lit the fuse, Cody. Lit the fuse to what is known as gamerhood. I became a full-blown gamer at age four, Cody. Beg my dad for years on end to get me an ATAR I 2600. He finally broke down, went to a pawn shop, found an ATAR I 2600, bought that bad boy for me in like 10 games, and it was on from there. It oh, was on from there. That is so awesome. Yes. That is so awesome. So I grew up poor homeless but somehow i always had my atar i 2600 and that was my best friend that was my very first best friend did you give your atar i a name no because i didn't understand what best friends are and what relationships were back then so i didn't know i was supposed to give it a name i just no. played with it all the time i just i just played nonstop with it nonstop like my friends would be like, hey, 
let's go ride bikes or let's go do stuff that this guy named Cody likes to do. And I was like, nah, I ain't playing no freaking sports. I ain't riding no bikes, playing my video games in my room. Leave me alone. Yeah, no, I get that. And you know what I did? I made sure that every video game I had, Cody, I beat it. At a young age, my objective was to beat the game, not just play it, to beat it. And that's where I developed competitiveness. Can you take a drink, please? Because you're getting scared me a little bit. Thank you. Yes, yes. My, my blood is boiling right now. I'm, I'm so excited talking about my upbringing with video games. You know, it's interesting that you say you it's all about beating the game. Same for me. You know, as a competitive human, it was it was about beating it. But there was also another piece to video games that I discovered at a very young age as well. It is that there are patterns to every boss level. Yes. And I was great at the patterns. My brother was really good at getting to the boss. I was, he would, the controllers would be thrown, <laughs> uh, holes in the walls. He'd you know, punch me for some ungodly reason, you know. You're a punchable kind of guy. You're definitely a punchable kind of guy. So, Well, he also punched a small baby uh, elephant. There's a reason why I knew that I hated that guy the very first time he came on our podcast. Isn't it crazy? He had, a, he had this thing about you know, abusing elephants. And it was a little, little weird at the time, considering that in Oregon, there was only one baby elephant. What a cruel individual. How did you ever, how did you ever talk to me and allow him on our podcast? Not once, but twice. He's made up for it. He's donated a lot of his time and money to uh, elephant manicure uh, pedicures. So he's okay. He does, he does a really good job. It's all, all volunteer work. He's been doing that for a long time at Portland Zoo. I'll uh, I'll take that into consideration. I still hate him. I'm not sure what that was. I apologize. Well, I have to go check and make sure that that's not somebody that he's on mute talking to fiance. Is that is not there? true, Cody. I don't even know what that word means. So how could I have one? Is she okay? What makes you think it's a she? Because I believe in gender. I've seen her. Well, clearly you haven't been paying attention to Congress because they are making sure that we're not using words like that anymore. Well, I'm pretty sure. Then. No, it doesn't. No, that has not. That's not true. Who says that? Who says that? A man does that. Does that? Period. No, that's not true. What chromosomes do I have that make sure that my testicles? You show me where in all of that your DNA says man. I promise you, you will not find those three letter words anywhere in your testosterone. You won't find four letters either. In my DNA? That's the whole point. The point is you can have all that, Cody, but that doesn't make you a man or a male. It sure as hell does. No, what that does, that just makes you a living organism from test penis. It's my bad. I, I get testosterone mixed up sometimes. You're such a man <laughs> that you can't even not use the word testosterone in a penis. No woman is going to say testacles. <laughs> oh, good. Men are men. There, there is such thing as biology. Man, that's no, just, look, that's a man-made is, thing. 
Yes, man-made thing is no gender, is a gender spectrum that doesn't exist. Man, man is short for human, not gender. Man is short for human, human. We are humans. That is false. That is also a recent decision of, <laughs> of lunacy. <laughs> We've been calling ourselves humans for a very long time, okay? Man is just short for humans. It's not gender specific, so... So in Germany, they call they call a man a man. No, they don't. They call them something else. It's mm. not based on the word human. Man-made thing. You can still can ejaculate all you want and not be called a male or a man. Oh, you called whatever you. Want. No, it makes you different from another type of. It does. Correct. And and in my brain. Correct. Then your, uh, then then the more feminine ish type of. Let's wrap it all up. With this, the two of you, you yourself and your fiance, are are about ready to have experienced something that is going to produce, and 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 that can't happen. Your fiance and person with the same exact chromosome, if they were left on a deserted island, they could not produce the same thing that that is about ready to be produced uh, because of your input. Well, first of all, I don't have a fiance. I have a wife. Okay. Second of all, when, when's your wait? You haven't been married yet. Are we been married, buddy? When we got married a long time ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Interesting, because at the beginning of this podcast, you did mention that your fiance was going to walk. <laughs> behind you but that's cool i mean listen we got married during this podcast okay (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i it's very possible lately my observation skills have been relatively poor look i'm just saying with technology anything's possible cody literally Hmm. we could have signed off nope and 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 made the marriage official with the birth false this is rough right now the background noise is rough give me a moment oh you're good i love the background noise it's like you have a backup singer (laughs) i was dreading this podcast cody i was dreading this podcast please do not choke on 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 what's that stuff called again um Chocolate orange? No, it's not chocolate. It's uh, it's it's chew. Please do not choke on chew. Or chew. Do you hear that? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Is there a dog? There's everything. There is everything. There, there is everything. Hardwood floor. Everything. Plates and digging through trash. Yes. Yes. There's. There's everything. Is somebody remodeling a kitchen right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about before we had to. Adobe Acrobat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like the background of it. I can't even. You let go of that. Cut it off. It don't exist. And, um, this is my first time doing that. So I'm, I'm learning. 
<laughs> yeah. That would be me. That would be me right now. Mm. This, the, the unfortunate thing here, Cody, is I just don't remember what I was talking about. Now you rewind. That's a long rewind. Wow, dude. That was a long rewind. I'm going to push play here in a moment and we're going to pick it right back up. Oh, okay. I'm going to push play here. Uh, Yeah, so, man, I, I accumulated so many video games for the Atari 2600. I'm sorry, the Atari 2600. And that's all I would do. I think we were, yeah, you know, we, we something about us, Cody, we just, we learned at a young age, this competitive nature that, yeah, you can you can have fun and enjoy the game, but there's an objective there. And the objective is to conquer the game. And so I would just put so many hours into these games until I, until I beat them and I just wouldn't give up. And, and then the Atari, the ATAR I 5200 came along. I remember that one. And that one was, was more advanced. It was the next gen. Cause if you take 2,600 and you times it by two, believe it or not, you get 5,200. Yeah, but I don't think that's where the name came from. But that's exactly where the name did not come from. So, um, couldn't afford that one, so I stuck with my twenty six hundred. And then I think eighty five came around. Nineteen eighty five came around, and then this company that had been kind of up and coming. Some people probably know them for arcade games. Oh, I didn't bring that up, Cody. I forgot. Like, so from age four playing the ColecoVision to being exposed to arcade games. That's where like things really exploded for me. And then on top of that, I was like, dad, I, I got to have an ATRI 2600. Um, so I can play these arcade, arcade games at home, but I still will play arcade games. I still go to the arcades for, for those who don't know what we're talking about right now. Arcade games are these very tall, erected vertically representations of video games that you would play outside of your house at mute a video game arcade that's what it was called crazy right you would go to this place and yes. it would just be full of building video games a building full where you building could full of video your games. dad's coin collection Correct. that he had mm -hmm. and dump it into the video games and lose it forever and play 38 seconds to five minutes of a video game. And enjoy 38 Every seconds second. to five minutes of heaven on earth. So yes, with that said, or die. Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. He is taking it back. Paperboy, man, we, there's so many games, boy. We could go through some games right now at the arcade. Joust. Joust. Oh, yeah. Wicker, 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 wicker. That would be Pac-Man? Oh, that would be Q-Bird. Yes. 
Wah, 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 wah. That would probably be Pac-Man. Yeah, Miss cool. Pac-Man. There was Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Um, Centipede. Oh, man. So Cody clearly was in the skateboard game because he's already referenced like three straight skateboard games. There was 720. Was out there. He said that even multiple times. He's repeating himself. That's how much he loved these skateboard games. So now that we've gotten into the video game arcade phase, because you didn't get that fifty-two hundred. Yes, still on your twenty-six hundred. And arcades. I was jumping back between the two. Back into the arcades. I was back and forth. Yes. Have you ever heard of a nickel arcade? There weren't a lot of them, but when I did get an opportunity to go to them. That was probably the one my dad enjoyed the most when he came to me playing arcade games because he could give me a dollar and he wouldn't see me for about two hours. He would pay the $3 cover or the $2 cover. The ones that I went to didn't have a cover. Like you straight up went in and with your dollar and you got your 20 nickels and you went to town. I loved the nickel arcade. They had one in, in Gresham, Oregon. Maybe it was actually technically Portland. It was right right on the edge there. It was right by Highway Two. Or, uh, Freeway it definitely wasn't Portland because we know Portland is ran by Antifa, yeah. and they don't allow video games. It is ran by Antifa. That's funny. <laughs> even there, poor mayor. Well, let's not get over there. Let's not even go there. Uh, I'm just saying it couldn't be in Portland. It must have been some other city. It had to be some other city. Could it? Could have been. Portland. No, I grew up in Portland. No, I didn't say you didn't grow up in Portland. I'm just saying the Nickel Arcade was not no, in Portland no. because Antifa doesn't allow arcade games. Antifa wasn't really anything until about uh, 2015. That's not true. I remember seeing Antifa paraphernalia when I was playing arcade games on the arcade games. I had to take it off, put my nickel in to play the game, but I had to clear the, the tracks and the, the, the paraphernalia. Um, that may be something different, but let's just agree to disagree that we don't agree on what we are agreeing into at this point or other points in the future. I suppose. <laughs> so you were saying something about the Antifa around Iran city of Portland that somehow had arcade games. That's, that's a miracle in and of itself. Go ahead. Fantastic arcade game called wonderland and they ended up moving to gresham which is why my memory is of gresham but anyway yeah because antifa were in the map they had they had some fantastic games and there's a game that i've been looking for and if i can find it i will buy the console or i mean the the stand-up arcade uh version of it um you were a in a boat and you launched your cannons at other boats and and uh, the cities and you progressed through um, from city or from bay to bay port to port trying to blow things up mm, games called battle zone yes are you serious just like that oh wait a minute battle zone was tank games you were a tank fighting other tanks my bad okay yeah I like that. that that was a 3d game though that game was dope you're, you're talking about tron go ahead Tron was one of my favorite games, although Tron was the game of the popular kids in Portland. Now, I'll tell you what that means. There were certain kids that were really good at video games, and they would line up behind Centipede. Um, 
Pac-Man, Tron, and now all of a sudden I'm forgetting the game that the atomic bombs drop and you protect. Yeah, that one's called Defense. Missile Command. Missile Command, thank you. So those are the games that you know that, that people tended to be you know really good at. Now I was really good at Joust. Joust was one of my favorite games. Joust was fire. That was that was that was the game right there. That was the game. Yes, I would probably spend three dollars just playing that game. Uh, I would even put coins in to play people because I was like, dude, let's play. This is, I'm, I'm good. I'm that good. So that good. I believe you. That good. I mean, just think about the game. The game is phenomenal. You're 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 flying, dude. You're on a bird flying around as a knight knocking other knights off flying Into birds. Into lava. Into lava. Into lava. And then if you're good enough, you go pick up the egg you on the way. An egg out, yes. And then you go pick one up. Yeah, you go pick it up. Thinking maybe it was shit. I don't know. It could have been shit. Look, man, no, it was it was an egg. It was an egg. It looked like an egg. It was the only egg. time you'll ever seen an ostrich fly. Okay. Was it an ostrich? It was an ostrich. It, flew. it was flying ostriches. That's why the game was freaking phenomenal. But back to the game you were talking about where you're a boat blowing up buildings. I have no idea what game that is. I believe you just made that up because you're high off cocaine and hollandaise sauce. Quaaludes. Uh, while we're talking about the fact that you were jumping between your Atari I at 2600 and video game uh, uh, arcades and back, that was what year? Kind of like the man. That so that was that was 79, 79 through eighty eight. Okay, yeah, yeah, because through those. 86, 87, 88, maybe it was 87, 88, 89. That's when I was, that's when we were into the nickel arcade and we would go downtown with our buddy Frank and we would go do something. And then we would, uh, you know, like walk around town. Then we go to the nickel arcade. And then after the nickel arcade, before we went home, we would have a pile of nickels, you know, usually like two fifty, you know, two dollars 50. Uh, and we would go to Taco Bell and get Taco Bell on the way home. And what, what Taco is Taco Bell? Bell? What is that? It is a fast food joint that serves the pandemic. Okay, Katie. Okay. So, so what does the bell represent? I didn't, is that symbolic of something in Mexico? It's from, it's from Metallica. It started with Metallica's for the bell tolls. Is Metallica from Mexico? No, they're not. I don't know why you would even say that. I am so confused right now. Anyway, let's 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 go back. So you was eating some Taco Bell. No, no, no. That's that's Megadeth. You you getting them confused. So you were eating some Taco Bell on your way to a uh, Nickel Arcade. No, no, no. Nickel Arcade. So we'd hang out, then go to Nickel Arcade, then Taco Bell, and then drive back home to Cascade Locks. So you were getting some change, a bunch of change in our pockets that we could use at Taco Bell. So was it was it was it was it Nova Locks? You said Cascade Locks or Nova Locks? Cascade Locks, the town that was named after the first water lock that allowed boats to traverse a longer portion of the Columbia River. So let me get this straight. There's a city that is named after a famous sandwich of bagel, cream cheese, capers, smoked salmon, and onions. Yes. Yep. I do believe that's what 
Hey, here's a shameless plug. Uh, Brigham's Fixed Shop in Cascade Locks. If you're ever there, check it out. Went to school with Kim Brigham. They uh, run that place and they sell and they they sell yummy food. And, and they have a killer, killer, killer Novalox. Continue coding. It's very possible. And if they don't, hopefully Kim listens to this and she starts. <laughs> that game that we were talking about, that ship game, I definitely spent way too much money on mm. because it was a horrible game. But the only reason I like it is that it, it brings back nostalgic memories. Uh, so when you walked into the arcade and you had $5 and you that never happened, never happened. $3 never happened. 250, 225, buck 50, buck 50, go ahead. Buck 50. Okay. So you essentially got three to six games. No. So are we at the nickel arcade or are we at the quarter arcade? I'm just saying it, you know, minimum six games, you could have gotten up to 50 games. Okay. All right. So the range. Yes. Depending on the situation. Yes. Continue. Continue. Cody. What, what was your question? What game did you go and throw your quarter up on the one player button above the one player button or at the screen? Hmm. Black tiger. Never heard of it. I'm thinking you're making that up. Give me Google it. Google it. Bing it. Black tiger. Yahoo it. it. Whatever you, whatever search you use. This is from a DC movie. Go look up the arcade game called Black Tiger. That was my jam. It was a mythological game where you're a knight, 2D, you're fighting dragons, you're fighting all this crazy stuff. Yeah. That was my jam. The catacombs. You like go through the catacombs, you go through. Oh, oh, now you're gonna act like you know about the game after you were just ridiculing me of making it up. Now, now all of a sudden, I love that game. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so between Black Tiger, um, uh, the other game that I really enjoyed probably was Battle Zone and Defender. I love Defender. Defender was a fun game. Yeah, it really was. A, was a Stargate. Game. Stargate was a little too too much for me. I feel like the Stargate took Defender to the next level, and I just I just it was too much for me. Star Defender. So I didn't just make stuff up. Stargate, yeah. buddy. Stargate. Uh, uh, so it sounded it sounded more like uh, something else. So don't even worry about. This feels weird. Stargazer. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Do you remember Karate Champ? Man, let me tell you something about Karate Champ. Oh, there was another game I spent a lot of money on was Karate Champ and Kung Fu Master. But Karate Champ, let me tell you why I loved Karate Champ. Because if you could learn how to use two joysticks and pull off 24.7 million different moves in martial arts to beat the other person, you're either in white or red, you realized Boy, I want, I want to know why they allowed this move, the paddles to come in and the leg sweep to beat every damn strike. Dude. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and when, and when that would happen and when that would happen, you would lay out 
I don't know if you remember, but you would lay out and like your arm all of a sudden would become longer than your leg. It was weird. <laughs> it was really weird. It was it was so weird. That, but I totally. I mean, <laughs> I love that game though. I, I, love, I love that, that game. game. I learned how. I learned every combination with both joysticks. But think about that, Cody. Like most people, first of all, don't even know what a joystick is, right? They probably are, they they're used to a little smaller. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're probably used to the little the little L three R three on their on their PlayStation controller or their whatever on their that Microsoft device thing that people use or whatever. Um, but back then in the arcades, mainly you had, wow, that's terrible. Back then you, you had a joystick and buttons, but this game had two joysticks. Two you joysticks. had to learn how to use two joysticks concurrently to pull off all the moves. And boy, that was tough, but that was a fun game. I, I My hand-eye coordination quadrupled playing that game. That game was more fun than a lot of games, but it was the most frustrating game because, again, as you remember, someone would get in that leg sweep thing and you couldn't get out of it. They just come up to you, and you're like, the only way I ever found to get out of that is by pushing the person and then being able to go back. Yeah, yeah, that was um, the game was just fun. You know what? I think that game might have been ported. I don't remember if it was ported to like the NES or or oh, really? any any video game console. There were certain arcade games they never got ported, and maybe because they were just too advanced, or you know the the the, the video the, the studio just didn't want to do it. But I don't know how you would not want to do it because you would make so much more money selling cartridges than hoping people were going to come into these expensive arcades. You know how much you know how much arcade cost arcade a video arcade game cost like those things yeah, aren't cheap to maintain they're, they're not cheap to maintain and that was back then in the 80s that's a lot of money back in the like what would that be today that'd be like what 35 40 thousand dollars per game oh, well they're I mean, right now you can get a, a get a video game for about 49 to six six thousand bucks you can get a retro game. Yeah, I mean, you can get a retro of the cooler ones, but I'm talking about like every game back then costs the same. They all, yeah, every game back then costs the same. And you can't get retros of everything. Like, yeah, because no, nobody, like the games that weren't hitting, like like the retros now, they still cost 5000 So to not put, not to not port that to a video game console, I never understood that because That's where anyway. The money, man. That's where the money would be. You're right. You're right. But let's, you know, we're, we're dragging this out. Let's let's fast forward. So, what are your favorite video game consoles, or, or what are your favorite video game genres and video game consoles, Cody? Well, I love strategy games. Mm. I like Cody. games that Cody. I know. I like you're getting me excited. I like game. You know, I I loved uh, a lot of those older strategy games. There was one called Commandos where you were. You remember that game where yes. the commandos and uh, you'd have to sneak behind enemy lines. And if you got caught, then your, your game was over. Um, I liked the real time strategies uh, in uh, primarily in PC. That was my, that was my primary love. I uh, just loved PC platform that just. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Cody. So, mm-hmm. Huge, huge debate for decades. PC, video game console. PC, video game console. Where do you stand on that? 
I don't, I don't take a stance because I like there's advantages to both. No, nah, man, I do not be a politician right now, Cody. Dude, I can't. No, this isn't being a politician. This is truth. I have a PlayStation Four. I have a Sega Genesis, and I have PC and lap. You know, I've got laptop PC in in my house. Those are the three consoles that we use. Uh, I mean, I also have my cell phone. So I'm, I, yeah, dude. I, that's just what it is. I. So if I mean, if you were to say, "Hey, Cody, you can only have one platform in your home." Hey, Cody, you can only have one platform in your home. Go. That's a great question, Tori. It's going to be PC. And that's why, everybody, you understand why Cody is a genius. Well, thank you. I do. I do appreciate that. I think that you and I would both agree that uh, the PlayStation 6X version 4 is probably the best because it's both PlayStation console and PlayStation PC with the gold tooth. Their their version, which is called Diamond. Diamond. I'm pretty sure PlayStation never created a PC. No, no, they didn't. You're right. You're right. Never mind. Mm. So StarCraft. um, How dare you go there? How dare you go there, Cody? Why? Go ahead. ahead. Civilization. um, um, Commando. uh, Commando's... uh, those are those are kind of my top strategy, the ones that I enjoyed. I'd never gotten World of Warcraft, uh, and didn't really get into that mode. You were you weren't a Mamog or a Mamorg? Uh, yes, I no wasn't. Yes, I wasn't. I don't know what that is. Now I'm getting a little worried. Well, clearly, clearly, you weren't familiar with the online craze of Mamog or Mamor. <laughs> this part was the best. <laughs> just, just gonna take that bitch. <laughs> yes, that's right. I never really got into those games either. Um, uh, yeah, World of Warcraft and and uh, Matrix Online and, and DC Universe and all these other you know, Final Fantasy. I think Final Fantasy very first um, multiplayer online game was Final Fantasy eleven. I think I never really got into all those. Um, but do RTS? Oh my goodness. RTS, RPG, and sports. That was it for me. Like those three genres. And I didn't even, I, I'm, I was late to the RTS game or to the RTS party. I was late to that. I was just RPG and uh, sports games primarily until I was introduced to games like Warcraft, Starcraft, Civilization. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like yeah. I thought I was being challenged cerebrally before this. This is some next level type stuff. Like I literally had to check myself and say, are you smart enough to play these games? Oh, absolutely. It was one of those. Now, the problem that I ended up having with a lot of those games is that they came out with cheats, right? And there's no cheat for StarCraft. Just so you guys know, I want to put this disclaimer out there. Whatever Cody's talking about right now, it literally has zero to do with the GOAT of all video games, StarCraft. Continue, Cody. 
considering that you could defeat very swiftly or build very swiftly. Uh, that's not cheating. That's, that's strategy. Uh, there were codes for it. Everybody, I encourage you to go out and do your own research, whether that's through Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever other search engine you use, go do your research. Let us know. Come to our social media and let us know if you can find any cheat codes when it comes to the video game known as. I'm just, I'm just going to Google it right now. Instant victory. What is best in life? Uh, instant defeat. Uh, let's just bug out and call it even. How about, how about this one? Here, the, the fog of war. The, to, uh, that's a, that's one that I thought was interesting. Um, uh, we don't know what he's talking about right now. He just throwing out random stuff, right? He's, he sounds, he sounds like politicians that like to throw out conspiracy theories right now. And that's fine. Saying. You could add your credits. You could do all, all that. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Why would you add credits to Starcraft? There's no such thing. That don't even make sense, but continue. Stupid stuff. Well, that was Starcraft too, by the way. All right. So look, which was a lesser game. Everybody. If a game has cheat codes, it can't be a part of a system called esports. For the for those of you who don't know, esports and e-league, the father of it. I'm gonna be downloading, so, Star, I'm gonna be downloading StarCraft and trying a couple of these. Uh, look, you can go ahead and try it all you want. For you people out there who are professional gamers, you owe your career. Yeah, I'm, I'm. But let's move on because I'm getting a little irritated. What's your favorite arcade game, Cody? All time. All time right now. If you, if you had $100,000 to buy a authentic vintage arcade game. 20. How did I know it was going to be skateboarding? How did I know it was going to be skateboarding? 720. Uh, that angled angled joystick and you just smack spin get as many get the bees coming out at you trying to skate out go you know like all that why, why, why was it that when i'd watch people play the game because i never really understood it they would like really try to like physically abuse the joystick why, why was that the case well there's a certain moves you couldn't do unless you literally tried to break the joystick off the arcade game you, it was angled and it would only spin right or left, right? So you had to get it in, you had to start your spin, then use your finger or fingers to get it, try to get it out, you know, get that full 720 spin in there. Dude, I would walk into the arcade and I would hear, pow, pow, psh, 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 and everybody knew it was coming from the 720 game. That's because apparently they're stupid. <laughs> Ruin my game. I would have punched him in the throat. I would have pulled a Jason Bourne. I would have found a new freaking gamer magazine rolled it up tight and smacked him in the temple with it knocked them out you want to well, talk for about me, me cody good thing there isn't a big pen i'll shove it in your fist yes yeah we don't want you to shove anything in a fist because that sounds very um that sounds very convoluted my favorite game arcade game of all time would be street fighter 2 and let me tell you why it's the only game that i can beat my son at a hundred percent of the time you want to talk about being an old boomer, washed up, 40-year-old something man, having a son who's crazy competitive, 
playing next level games and is brilliant, figures out all that and has never beat me in a game, that would be Street Fighter 2. I will go down. I will be 90 something years old if I'm blessed to get that old and will pick up and walk into an arcade, find it, or will pick up a video game console of, of the ported game mm. and will remain undefeated. That is the only game my son will ever beat me in. I can't even tell you at this point how fantastic that <laughs> I would, I would, I would, uh, going to one up downtown and playing that game with you. Oh, got to have street fighter too. They do. And uh, I'll, it'll be, I'll totally lose. I'm not saying I win. I just want to play you and see how good you are. Okay. Hey, I mean, I will say this, Cody, I, I, you know, I, I, I try to be a humble dude. If esports existed back then and Street Fighter was allowed to be a part of esports, I would be a professional video gamer making millions of dollars. I would be the ninja of the 90s because of Street Fighter 2. That is one game my son will never beat me in. Ninja of the 90s. I would never lose that. I will never lose to my son in Street Fighter 2. So your new nickname is Naughton. All right, so let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. We're all over the place right now. Yeah, let's yeah, bring it back. Let's Look, bring it back. we we can go from you know Commodore sixty four, ColecoVisions to Ataris to, to my Nintendo. That's sitting in my house. Right do now. do we're gonna come to that here in a minute? Um, to to NES and eighty five, which mm-hmm. then took took video games really took video games to the next level. To to Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo 64, and then jumping to 32-bit where we started dealing with PlayStations. We started dealing with, um, actually, even take that back, Turbo, Turbo Graphics 16, tried to jump in there. But we can, we can sit here and go through every iteration and generation of a video game console um, up until the PS5s and the PlayStation, or the PS5s and the, the Xbox Series X and the Nintendo Switch, whatever the heck Nintendo's doing. But the point is this. The point is... That was a shit ton of build up to <laughs> I am gonna have mental Oh my goodness. <laughs> we didn't um we didn't get to what is your favorite video game genre? You threw out a bunch of genres, but your number one genre. We talked about your number one arcade game. Let's talk about your number one genre and then what's your number one video sports game console? Genre. Sports genre. Okay. Because I just love, I love the, I really like FIFA. I like NBA, NBA 2K. I like the Madden. I, I love those. Dude, Madden there is, some, man, Madden. Madden started on serious? Genesis. Dude. Genesis, crazy, dude. Right? Genesis. Mm-hmm. And here we are, PS5, Madden 21 or 22 or whatever the hell that that thing is still lasted. That, that what game has lasted as long as Madden across all the generations of consoles? None, right? I don't think any. <sighs> Maybe Mario, but it had a break. Mario. Had yeah, a break. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you could say Mario. Yeah, but it wasn't circulating. Like wasn't circulating, and Nintendo wasn't consistently dropping consoles. 
Right. There was a time when Nintendo was like, yeah, I mean, they dropped the Dreambox, not the Dreambox, they dropped the, um, what was it called? The One Cube or what? It was just ridiculous. Yeah, it was, cube. yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And, and then they were like, they watched PlayStation. They're like, mm. but like, we you know. spent time on what it looks like, not on what the components are. <laughs> <laughs> we basically rebranded the N64. Right? Pretty much. So, I mean, you could talk about Mario, but Mario's kind of the flagship of Nintendo, right? Yeah, but Madden's not the flagship of anything. Madden is just doesn't care. They're like, PC? Cool. Sega Genesis? Cool. Super NES? Cool. Uh, you know, and and just continued on and continued on. So homemade mom and pop box? Sure, if you want us to. Hey, sure, <laughs> all right, cool. What do you but need us to do? That's crazy. So sports. Um, I feel you. I, I love Madden. I lo- obviously I, I was a Genesis guy. I had a Genesis. So there was a point where I don't know. I guess like my dad felt he just saw how much I was in the games, and he was like, "All right, son, whatever." So I at some point, I like I thought I was a king because I had Genesis and a Super Nintendo at the same time. Anyway, the point the point is the point is. I, I feel you because I loved my NBA lives. I loved my Madden. Hell, I loved NHL hockey. I started playing games of sports I never would play in real life, right? I learned hockey through video games. I learned golf through video games. I learned soccer through video games. Like, I started playing sports and video games that I, that, that I never would have played in real life. And they were fun. Like, and, and, they, and, and I learned. I actually learned the fundamentals of these games through video games. It's crazy. So, so yeah, man. Tiger Woods, dude. Like, man, PGA Tour. I, I learned the, I learned the angles. I learned the irons from the woods, the driver, the wedges. Like, it's crazy. I, it's crazy how how much education you can actually get from video games. There's there's a lot. It's it's interesting. So <clears throat> that's one of the things that I often argued with my dad. I'm learning hand eye coordination. I'm learning strategy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's a tough argument. That was that was kind of what I what I turned to. Now, for me, the reason that I liked video games is because I've always been an athletic kid. I've loved, I've, I've loved, loved, loved. That made zero uh, sense. Always, I just love sports. I love being. Dude, the reason you like video games because you're athletic. That made no sense whatsoever. The reason I liked sports video games is because there were, I came from a small town. There were some things that I couldn't play. Um, and one of those. What was that, Cody? What was that? We didn't have baseball in my town. And, and you had to choose soccer. Or whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me you came from a town primarily white and you didn't have baseball oh yeah absolutely it was that kind of town for a period of time I, i'm i'm blown away continue cody i'm blown away so i i don't know just like i loved the sports but that's been the genre genre that's stuck with me i really like them lately because you have games like lacrosse Yes. That are fun to play on the console. I'm saying. Like, or, or you know, on, on a video game. Yeah. 
And that's for me why I like it because you can take all these other things that are out there, put them together and they're really fun to play. Uh, and, and now that they're online, online and connected, you can play, you know, just like any other type of game that's, uh, you know, multiplayer, right? Super fun, super in- graphics are insane these days. Holy crap. We were just, we, my son's got the PlayStation 4k turn that video game on and I was I thought the Madden uh, 19 I thought to myself that am I looking at people I mean they make it so realistic they do they do freaky they do there may be a time when we player one and ready player one ourselves when we're actually literally walking video games freaky no, no, I, my, you know, my, my son and I had this conversation a while back. Um, there, because there's this, there's this, um, Ready Player One is a good example of it, but there's this, uh, well, there's quite a few animes, but one of the more popular ones is called Sword Art Online, SAO. And the whole concept of that anime is that you're playing a video, you well, it's, it's virtual line to the next layer, or it's virtual reality to the next layer where you actually, it sounds like Matrix, you, you, I forget what my son calls it, but essentially you you dial in and you're you're unconscious. And then your So your consciousness goes from your body into, into the video game. And so you go into the video game, right? And you're in the video game literally doing everything as if you are doing a reality and you experience everything. You eat, you are you you get hungry, you if you if you're fighting, well, well. That's the interesting thing about SAO, and I'm not trying to make this about anime, but in SAO, because of the creator of SAO being a very angry person, he codes it to where if you get if you log in SAO, you can't log out. And if you die in SAO, you die in real life. But Normally, what would happen is, yes, if you die in the video game, just like right now, if we die in a video game, like it doesn't affect us. So in the SAO situation, you're, you're, you're dialed in, your, your consciousness is in the game, your soul is in the game or whatever. And then if you die, then your soul goes back to your body. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, the, the, the point is, um, that's where we're headed. So Ready Player One is where we're headed. And makes sense. Um, and what uh, what's the console virtual the VR consoles that are out there? Yeah, like the Oculus, Oculus and yeah, and and some of the others. Yes, right, exactly. And obviously, PlayStation VR and, and Microsoft Xbox VR and all that, and some of these other VRs. Uh, VR is not a new thing. VR has been around for a while, but yes, but they um, it's it's going to the next level where they're going to tap into your 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 I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they're gonna tap into your your brain essentially and then you connect and you you log in and you're experiencing VR as if it's reality. But the crate but but the point I'm the point I'm bringing up is is at the end of the day, like ready player one. It, it is possible that we could have a society that would rather spend the majority of their life online in a virtual reality 
than living their own reality life. Oh, look at the shit that's been going on in the world. So many kids right now only connect with their peers through a virtual experience. You're right. And, and that's what's crazy is that video games kind of drove that, right? It went from you're, you're, you're our generation, right? Our generation was you want to play video games, you go over to your friend's house and you play video games locally right. in the same room. Yep. It went from that to land parties. Okay, well, you know, so obviously for our same, PC, you're, you're still in the same location. Exactly. Same you're connected place. to a network, but you're still in the same physical location to then moving on with the internet, the advent of the internet to where you don't have to leave your house to play with your friends. And so now you don't see people actually going to their friend's house like, hey, 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 you want to, hey, son, or hey, daughter, you, you going to hang out with your friends? Nah, we're hanging out tonight. Oh, how? If you're not leaving, how, how are you going to, oh, should we do it online? Yeah, we're online. Exactly. 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 Like, we're going to have a blast. We're going to join up, uh, you know, a PlayStation party. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, whatever. But it's like, why would we meet in person? Like, what? what? I don't make any sense. It blows my mind. It actually kind of freaks me out quite a bit, to be honest. But, you know, I think back at the days, to the days of my first WAN party. I never went to a WAN party. Wow. I've been to a LAN party. I never went to a WAN party. And uh, it was my brother and I playing Rainbow Six Rogue Spear. Mm, wow. And my bro and I, holy cow. So I, I never knew what it was like to be popular in, in that world. But my brother and I, Nate and I were recruited by clan after clan. Come Watch out. Clan. Come join our clan. Come okay. Our clan. We, and Nate was the sniper. He was a beast at sniper. He could find people like, Oh, dude, he's great. And I was just, I was a brawler. I love pistol. I love, I would go clear a room with a pistol. Wow. Loved it. Um, we loved that game. And we finally got banned. So I, we joined a clan, pretty elite clan. They were really good. They were fun. Two things happened. Number one, we were, Nate and I would rush because we weren't waiting and we would get all the kills, you know, we'd clear the, clear the space and then come back. Well, our team would start gimping us so they could, you know, so we weren't moving as fast so they could go get kills. And that kind of pissed me off. I'm like, dude, if you don't like the competition, you know, like level up, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like step it up. No, true story. Uh, drove me crazy. Well, back then, in that particular game, there were a couple servers that had some pretty fun indoor rooms, uh, in indoor uh, battlegrounds. Land and party. Your whole That's team crazy. would start in a room. So after a couple times gimping me, I would pull out a grenade and I'd pin it. So I'd have it and I'd get ready to throw and I'd just keep it in my hand. And they, no one could get out of the room because I was at the doorway. Wow. Sit there, sit there, sit there. So either the other team would shoot me and kill me and I'd drop the grenade and kill everybody. 
or my team would shoot me and a couple people would escape <laughs> what in the world because i said next person that gimps me you're all gonna you're all gonna pay you know like you're all gonna pay so i got that was the beginning of the decline then nate and i were playing a new a new server jumped jumped out went to a new clan and one of the one of the guys like nate and i are both married at the time and uh it was kind of our way of connecting <laughs> Just we're like, ah, oh, guys, hey, we can't, you know, can't play another round. Wives are calling us, and this one kid who is like, has been the biggest nerd dope of all, you know, just the typical us, you know, just younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, my girlfriend wants me, and I, and I'm, I laugh, and Nate, Nate says, and it's all, you know, typing. And Nate says, bro, <laughs> you've been playing video games for eight hours. You don't got a girlfriend. <laughs> you don't got to pretend. <laughs> That's true and, story. True story. True I mean, story. Right. The only reason we had a woman in our life is we were married. <laughs> Ooh, Madden. Madden almost ended my first marriage. I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I for real. Like I had to give up Madden to save my marriage. <laughs> like that video games can be a detriment to relationships. For sure, like, of course, because there's only so much time. And you can't, you can't just play one game of Madden. Dude, I well, you know, yeah, you gotta it, play half the season. You gotta play half the season, right? Where you gotta get a tournament going with your friends or whatever the case may be. That's again for people who would show up locally. You know what's interesting though, Cody, is that if you look, if you watch esports or e championships, some of the mate the biggest video games out there, they're local. Why is that? Lag. That's interesting. What's well, lag, man? That's right. It's exactly. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the best experience will still be local. May not be the case soon, though. Look, I got gig fiber right now. And I still feel, looking at you on this camera, I still feel disconnected, Cody. Uh, there's a disconnect there for sure, but... Uh... Tori, there's some crazy, I mean, this, this is going to tech talk, but there are going to be some pretty interesting edge technologies out there that I'm kind of interested in, in watching. It's going to bring a local feel. <clears throat> now, video games are always going to chew up any bandwidth and any processor, right? Any GPU that's out there, they're going to chew it up. That's how it is. You know, software drives hardware. And what software drives hardware? Video games. Hardware doesn't determine what software is coming out. No way. It's all around the software. So there will always there you you know there will be some really fun times to be had, you know, from a WAN perspective, that'll give you that LAN feel for some of the older games, but it's always going to their software will always drive and chew up any bandwidth, any power that's out there. Dude, I just got, you know, terabyte of Ram, <laughs> whatever it's going right. to be. Right. Exactly. I just got myself a, you know, 500 gig gigahertz or two, whatever GPU. That's, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're going to, it's, it's over game over. 
you'll never you'll never maintain hardware to keep up with the software, which is why they release software and you get interesting lag, get some some fun quirks in a video game. Then you get yourself you know, then you go get yourself a new video card. You hack your GPU, you overclock, you know? Overclock. You give yourself a little bit of advantage. What is overclock? Ooh. That is Maybe that you know what that'd be word that'd be word of the week. We'll, we'll hold on. Continue, Cody. We'll, we'll, the next next segment we word of the week. We'll we'll come back to overclock. Continue. So you've got to give yourself advantage in any way. So you're gonna you know overclock your GPU or your CPU and try to you know get the most out of your existing hardware because you're never going to keep up with the software. Uh, I guess we're doing the word of the week right now. Okay, that's cool. So that's that's just really no. I'm just saying that's that's what software does for gamers and and people it just it, it just drives you to get the latest and greatest the biggest baddest rig and and try to keep up with that software so look Cody, we can geek out for hours on this on this topic oh yeah let's end with this what's your favorite of all you know, clearly you made you you was very clear that if it came to pc or, or video game consoles you're going to go pc which any video game connoisseur would know that's the case but question let's end on this what is your video what is your what is your all-time favorite video game console and that's number one and then number two what did you get for christmas number one all-time favorite console just because of where my head is. And this has nothing to do with technology. This has nothing to do with breadth of games or quality of games. It's the same thing that I got for Christmas. It is the Sega Genesis. Sega. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, because it has all my favorite games on it. Wow. Golden Axe, Altered Beast, Sonic the Hedgehog, Contra. The list goes on. Man. That's it. And I man, oh man. I was my a secret Santa that I got from a coworker. They're like, hey, I think you like this game. Dude. It's be a great gift for you. They must really like you, Cody, because that is a phenomenal freaking gift, dude. They'll never listen to this podcast. Well, they y'all are working and- well, y'all are working again. So let's let's finish on a positive note. You're working again. Basically, I told him. What about you? All-time favorite console and video game. As much time as I spent with my first best friend, Atari 2600, my favorite all-time video game console is the Sega Genesis. Mm. I had the best experiences video game-wise and just in life playing that thing, man. Mm. That thing, that thing, like... Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Streets of Rage. Fantasy Star. Shining Force. Toe Jam and Earl. All these games that are on your your emulation, which is wonderful. Um, I might end up buying that thing now that I realize it exists. But Streets of Rage, dude. Like, Like these games, dude. These games were just so 
meaningful to I've me. I've got goosebumps. Dude. You talking about it, man. Dude. Sega Genesis is when I first really started to experience sports games. You talk about sports games being your favorite genre? Madden. NBA. Back then it was Lakers versus Celtics. NHL hockey. Mm-hmm. Baseball. I don't even remember the name of the baseball game. Like, I learned how to play baseball. Grand Slam? Um, was it Grand Slam? I don't even remember, don't man. Remember. But, like, it, the graphics were, to me back then, the graphics were so insane. But, I mean, it was eight, it was 16 big graphics. But to me, they were so insane. Um, it was, like, full body. And I was throwing as a pitcher. You're, you're behind the pitcher. And you're throwing it. And you're learning about the box. And you're learning how to throw you know, all the different types of, 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 of pitches, yep. pitches from, from curves and all that. And you learn it and it's like almost 3d, the way it's, you know, do, do PGA tour, learn how to play golf, um, soccer, learn how to play soccer. Like these games, man, RPG. When I started to understand genres of, of, of sport or of, of video games, started to learn, understand genre, realize RPGs at the time were my favorite. Hands down, dude. Genesis. And again, like I said, I had a Genesis and a Super Nintendo, which were the only two 16-bit consoles outside of Tur- Turbo Graphics, which kind of fell off. Turbo Graphics had like a hot start, but then it kind of fell off. For those of y'all who don't know, Tur- Turbo Graphics 16 was it was it was the first. So so <clears throat> Atari kind of fell off. ColecoVision fell off. Commodore 64 felt like all those other vendors fell off and it really the NES kind of destroyed everybody and the NES just kind of just rode high and mighty by itself had no competitors in the late 80s mid mid late 80s and then Sega came along and was like hold up I'll be your Huckleberry and then they started competing with Nintendo and then the Genesis came out and the Nintendo Super Nintendo came out that was all you had and I mean TurboGrafx-16 came out and it was like hey you know we're going to do our thing. And they had a moment because they came out and, and they, they had a little bit of, of, of shine, but ultimately they, they, they like a lot of people don't even know what TurboGrafx 16 is, but they fell apart. No, you know, they, they didn't have any lasting power. So it was Sega and Nintendo, Sega, Nintendo, Sega, Nintendo. And then came Sony with PlayStation, but man, the Genesis dude, I'm with you, Cody. The Genesis changed my life in the sense that it, 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 it was a game that educated me the most on on sports, on on just understanding genres. It was the console that, like, man, I just I learned how to like deal with personal issues, breaking you know breakups with girlfriends, things of that nature. Like, like Genesis was there for me. You know, I'm struggling in school. I'm struggling with my best friend. I'm struggling with my girlfriend. I'm struggling with whatever. Genesis was there and I just, I learned, you know, I, I would, you know, I, was, I guess I would cope, but it just, it was, it was the most personal console for me, man. And it was the most educational console. So hands down, man, Sega Genesis is the GOAT for me as well. We're on the same page because <clears throat> I think what was funny about the Sega Genesis is that no matter how many years it's been since I've played it's it's a video game that when someone tells me a console, when somebody tells me what's your favorite console, I have to say the Genesis because of where it hit me in my life, where you know, and I think that's the key, right? 
you ask certain kids what their favorite would be. Some might say, you know, Xbox one or Xbox 360, right? Right. Because it, it had, it, it connected with them in that moment. Right. And I think that's, that's something real quick before we close out. That is absolutely something that you got to be careful of with video games too, especially these days as it's becoming, as the world is, is segregated uh, person from person because of pandemic, because of ease of access, because of technology, we're just flowing into it. Video games tap into a part of your brain that so many things don't. Creativity, problem solving, uh, your competitiveness, connectedness to, to people, your identity in many of these games, you're actually able to create an alternate identity right. that is, you know, that's different than who you are, that maybe is better looking, more strong, handsome, more capable than than what you are now. Or it's just it's just an escape, right? It's, it's just exactly. it's just that escape. Or or just a total, just alternate world. And they're just so much more realistic that it's inevitable that whatever you connect to in those moments is going to be the influence and what is going to really be the, the thing that lasts and lingers. So such a good topic. Thank you for uh, influencing this topic this week. Uh, no, man. Hey, look, Cody, it, it was, it was, um, like I said, you know, for me, I, I've been a gamer most of my life. And I, I realized in my thirties, I started to lose my gamerhood. I think my son just took my mojo. Uh, I'm excited to see the Brickishaw take that from Elijah. So we'll see what happens there. But anyways, man, definitely. I, I feel like for us, um, it was something that touched home for us and was a personal part of us growing up. And, you know, again, to see video games just, just continue to just explode. Um, is is phenomenal and again there uh, you know there there are a lot of good qualities to video games there's a lot of good qualities hand-eye coordination learning sports learning concepts um learning history there's a lot of video games (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so um there's so many great learning opportunities in video games as well man i I played video games like civilization where i would never even understood how rome was built or or egypt or um you know uh england becoming the powerhouse but or or china like like there's there's an educational aspect to it as well so there's just there's just a lot of great great aspects to video games but you know most importantly man it's just fun dude like we talked about we had we, you know a few episodes ago we talked about hobbies right you've got to find something that you enjoy doing repetitively that you know again it doesn't you don't even realize you're doing it repetitively because you enjoy it so much you have so much fun with it video games used to be that for me it's definitely that for uh you know for the next generations and so forth and and so i appreciate it just to be able to walk down memory lane with you, Cody, and, and realize how, how similar we are and the fact that we both hold the same console in such high regard, man, it's, it's pretty dope. That is dope. That is super dope. Thank you so much, Tori, for time, for just rocking out with me here. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to editing this podcast and, and bringing out some of those highlights because folks, it's, it's, it was a pleasure talking about these video games and, and bringing you know, walking down memory lane. Hey, you know, if you like what you hear, follow us on our Instagram todats.lol. Go check us out on Facebook todats.lol. You can find us out there. We are on all the platforms with the podcasting. Really looking forward to connecting with our audience and building this audience and just continuing this momentum. It has been a hell of a year 2020 and we are in 2021 getting ready to fly. Uh, and so we, we welcome you to join us on this, this journey through 2021 and, and, uh, and beyond. So, Hey, good times, good times. And, and uh, as Cody said, reach out to us, let us know what your favorite video game console is. Let us know what your favorite video game genre is. Let us know if you're even a gamer. Uh, let's, let's, let's continue the conversation. And as Cody would say, word to your mama thanks for joining us on this journey we hope you enjoyed the ride make sure to check back with us to see where we end up next toodles